Welcome back to Kings of the North, the NFC North podcast that we've all grown to know and love, hopefully. Dogs are out tonight. This is Rob with an H, welcoming you back. I'm flanked by Professor Pigskin. Hey folks, how are we doing? And the beefcake. Season is over, Rob. What are we going to do? Yeah, it is. Wow. And it feels like it's been a while since I've seen you both. Thank God. Uh, because obviously we don't speak outside the show. No, Never. of course not. Never. No, we shun each other pretty pretty consistently. I go out of my way to avoid uh, both of these humans as much as I possibly can. Or you're doing something to you know cut them down. Yeah, cut oh, certainly. Me or yeah, yeah. It, down. It's one or the other. There's nothing positive yeah, happening. Exactly. So, feel, again, this is the longest we've gone without doing a show this entire season. So it's, it's good to be back, but also sort of a bittersweet moment because this mm. is the last, you know, the Super Bowl is over. And uh, this is our last show of this season. Yeah. You know, Kings really. of the North season one season finale. Yeah! Wow! 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 If I hope that you've uh, you know you bookmarked this episode you or better, something like that, you better this pay is attention. Be, yeah. Pay attention to the end because you never know there if there's going to be a crazy house, cliffhanger sure or something too. A shocking right. conclusion, you know? gentlemen. Let's uh, let's begin this journey. By, uh, as we're wont to do, we're going to begin at the water cooler. There's yes. a lot to talk about. It's mm. the Super Bowl. Everyone watched. And what a Super Bowl. It was One for the probably ages. the most entertaining Super Bowl I've ever watched. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that it's says a lot. It's, it's one of the best. I you mean, know, the most offense, obviously. I think it was actually they set the record for the most offense in a single NFL game ever. Yeah, I believe. I think it's a playoff yardage, game. I think it's a playoff Yard, game. Yes, yardage in a, in, a, in a single NFL game, I believe. Yeah, it was, um, it was over 1,100. Um, who would have thought Nick Foles leading big, big your big. Philadelphia Eagles over the, uh, the dark empire of the New England Patriots? Um, I will say this for the Patriots is that it seems like every Super Bowl they're in, as much as I hate that they're in a lot of them, Every single one of them is entertaining. Yeah, all eight of them. Yeah, <laughs> have it. Hasn't, all didn't eight they of have them. some stat that like every every Super Bowl Tom Brady has won has involved some sort of fourth quarter comeback? Yeah, and he almost did it again. He I mean, they were did. he took the lead again. That I gotta say that I thought that Hail Mary was. I thought Gronk was gonna catch that thing. I really did. It was right the there. It was right there. Oh. <laughs> that was about that as close the as it gets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously the game was incredible. Um, just, just super fun. Uh, I mean, not the outcome any of us wanted, obviously. Oh, certainly the outcome I wanted. Because what? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was rooting for the Eagles I'm as well. Absolutely oh. rooting for the Eagles. Oh, my God. Um, their, are you first, me? their first ever Super Bowl win. Congratulations. Uh. Um, Look, the number of teams. Especially the way they won, you know, just they went, they came out they, firing, and, and they didn't. They never stray let, away from yeah. that, and that definitely won me I, over. I give a lot of uh, credit to their coach Doug Peterson, who obviously got his you know balls and and the the authority to to call those plays, backing up Brett Favre for so many years. Professor, you, you can't <laughs> makes perfect sense. You can't appreciate a good underdog story, Professor. Uh, Hi, I'm Brett Favre. I mean, I. Uh, I miss Brett Favre. Um, Who doesn't? I, I appreciate underdog the speech he gave. Yeah, he I talked believe, to the uh, Eagles uh, Saturday night. I believe it was. That's yeah. probably the X factor down the street. It must have been. You God saw how they came Brett. out of the out of the, uh, the the tunnel there. They're gunslinging, They're gunslinging, firing. Yeah, firing at them. The better hip. to you know inspire um, well, that kind of performance. I'd, I'd just say that like as much as the underdog story is nice. Uh, 
Philadelphia fans don't deserve nice things. And wow. frankly, as like a member of like a, a dwindling club of teams who have never won a Super Bowl, sure. every time like another member like drops from that club and wins one, it just makes me feel a little bit worse inside. This is jealousy. Uh, so that, I mean, that's a factor. It's not the factor, so what but you're it's saying a factor. Is you want as many teams to continue to not win Super Bowls as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah. Not until we win one. I mean, okay. keep the Bills with me. Keep the Browns with me. Like, keep the Lions here. Like, give Bengals. me your... Yeah, give there me them all. Like, give me your... What is it? Your, your tired, huddled game. masses. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, give them all to me. I, <laughs> sure. I don't want to let a single one go until we're gone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. loves company. It, it was... In many ways, it was like... Uh, it, yeah, it does. It was, it was a... Uh, Reminder. You were a bridesmaid, basically, this as, year. As a reminder of, like, and how little. Bridesmaid. And it was, yeah. like, I wasn't, like, a bridesmaid. It's not like I'm the ugly bridesmaid to, like, my super hot friend. It's like my no. other ugly friend got married. You were, you were the really like, hot bridesmaid that had case, to wear a really a, ugly yeah. dress. Yeah. And in it, your case, yeah, you're the, you're the really easy bridesmaid, actually. <laughs> that got really messed up. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> this, this analogy is going pretty far. But it, 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 <laughs> sure. it kind of works, though. I mean, it's pretty close. No. Um, but you, there wasn't a tiny little shred of you that was happy that like a guy like Nick Foles. I mean, you got to feel for I gotta, him, right? I want to take I want to take you to one play sure. in this, uh, to close this, the first half, where the Philadelphia Eagles lined up for it on fourth down, uh, just outside of the goal line, and uh, little reverse, uh, like double reverse throw to the quarterback in the end zone, like. Come on. That was that was the coolest Super Bowl play ever. That was fresh as hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's up there with the the onside kick, the uh, New Orleans onside yeah, kick. Yeah, I think it's gutsier than the onside kick. Kick off the second kick. half in their Super Bowl what I, victory. What I appreciated about the Super Bowl was, like, it was basically a video game. It set a record for yardage. There's multiple trick plays. There's no two passes stopping to quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, they get no defenses being played at all. It was a video game on my TV, and, and then there's fantastic. one, and the, yeah, that was that's the best part. And then there's one strip sack in the fourth quarter yeah. that basically decides the game. Yeah, like the only defensive <laughs> play of the game at yep. the most clutch time, uh, kind of like incredible. a Tecmo game. It, it was, really, really was. It really was. To be more specific game. about it, yeah, yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl for the win. Well, I mean, the, the game itself was fantastic. What did you think of all the ancillary stuff? Let's start with um, start with the national anthem because that's always something that I thought was fun to comment on. Pink did it. She oh, yes, had the yes. flu uh, leading up to it. Um, the the gif that everyone saw was her like spitting out her what turned out to be a uh, throat lozenge. Sure. At, right before she sang it, did you enjoy? Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Or were you you busy doing something else while they were? While no, she was I definitely singing? sat down and listened to. Or I, excuse me, I you did sat. Not sit down. I was wow. kneeling during it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I thought she did it very well. I my big thing with the anthem is that I want I don't want you to do all your crazy like runs and weird stuff. Like just sing the song, yeah. and that's what she did, and she did it. Ex- she was she stuck to the fundamentals. Um, yeah, she just stuck to the sure. song, which is not an easy song out no. right out the gate. The national anthem is a hard song, and she just sang it, and it was awesome. Okay, yeah. I, I concur. I agreed. I thought it was uh, thought it was done tastefully. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Let's talk about the uh, the halftime show. Yes, let's. Let's talk Ooh. about JT. What? Um, oh, I thought it was bad. Are you joking? I thought it was bad. I was. Let's go for it, you I two. was rocking the 
fuck out. Oh. I thought it was fantastic. He spent more time with the microphone at his hip than at his mouth. Like he's an entertainer. At least pretend to lip sync. I would prefer him to lip sync than to like that. Travesty. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, I no. thought it was entertaining as all hell. At the oh, end of the day, no. it's the Pepsi halftime show, not the Pepsi halftime concert. This is meant to entertain in whatever way it makes sense, mm. whatever the best way to entertain people is, and that means showing Prince singing next to Justin Timberlake. Oh, so you're a fan of that. I was such a fan of it. I thought it was done very tastefully. You don't feel like it's a little played? I don't think it was played. If he had played Purple Rain, it would have been overplayed. I'll give you that. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was short, sweet, tasteful, um, with a nice nod to our, our great city of Minneapolis. I just feel like... Oh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for right now, but like, they're just like... Like, ooh, here's, like, the one musician from your state, so let's just play Prince for you over and over and over again to, like, score bonus points. And it just, it feels so condescending at times, you know? Hmm. I don't Interesting. know. Maybe I'm just, like, cantankerous. One cool thing about the halftime show that I will say is uh, many uh, schools sent their dance team, including the school that I teach at, sent their dance team, and awesome. they performed. Uh, and so one of my students, I talked to her today about it at length, uh, was a dancer for the Super Bowl halftime show. That's pretty cool. And that's pretty fucking dope. I, uh, uh, so shout out to you. I don't think I can say your name, but shout out to you. You know um, who you are. I'll say it was actually uh, dancers. I assume she listens. I like that because dancers from my alma mater were there as yes. well. Yes, a lot of the South Metro was yes. represented. Very, very Including heavily your represented. alma mater as well, Rob with an H. They sent some too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's great. Go Tigers. So you, in a, in a sense, were... The Lions too. You in a sense were in the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl halftime show. Right? We all were pretty we all much, were. yeah, were. pretty yeah. much we were, we, in a way, in a very accurate know, we way. We were definitely in the Super Bowl <laughs> yes. halftime show. Can I confirm? Kings of the North was in the Super Bowl halftime show, so it was amazing. One I, thing I I'll just say about the halftime show: yes, I was very disappointed in the lack of guest artist appearances. Yeah, I was expecting InSync the whole time. I don't, I don't... I wasn't even... That used to be a pretty standard thing where you'd have like two or three or four people I, come and collaborate with you at different points and I always thought that was one of the fun parts of it. I think... I think and there's nothing except for like the Prince part. I think that aspect... Which is sort of... I found kind of knowing his views on... Like he was specifically asked about this and he thought it was like... He yeah. said he'd never never even consider it yeah he's not a fan of that something thing like that well, i think you're so it's it's odd that i think i think you're being a little ridiculous right now because when prince was on the <laughs> halftime show uh he didn't have any guests on so you've just con- uh, contradicted yourself well prince is so you're you're guests. hoping for things that he wants and things that he doesn't want so your argument is completely invalid hey i would have um, thought it would be cool if prince would have had some you know guest artists come but but he didn't because he didn't want to that's cool, but uh, JT and Prince, I, the comparison... They, they had I, beef. I, they had beef, too. I, I think yeah. JT definitely needs... He's As you said, he's an entertainer. Yes. And I think adding that little little sizzle to that steak of having some extra people come and guests and mm. you know, getting mm. that wow factor and the surprise factor, I think he needs that as you, an entertainer. You had me as a musician, steak. there's no comparison. I don't think... None. No, I, I, I agree with you there. I don't think he quote-unquote needed 
additional people to come out. I think I agree. It would have been cool, and, and it could have enhanced the performance, no doubt. But I was thoroughly entertained and had a rocking good time. I mean, we're Slash. Nice. He always guests <laughs> on these sorts of things. <laughs> I want to talk to you that. about... No, I, no, I'm gonna, no, I'm bringing up this point right now. Because ah, Slash came God. on the Super Bowl halftime show one time. should have never invoked Slash's name. For, like, the you made your black-eyed peas, like, of all the people to come out for <laughs> You one were, of the worst. Oh my! That that is the worst halftime show it of all was, time. Yeah, it was. It was contemptuous. Garbage. It was contemptuous. Absolute garbage. Wow. Okay. Was well, it the Packers Super Bowl? Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a sign. Yeah. It absolutely <laughs> was a sign. <laughs> um, commercials? Any that you I, stand I gotta out give to? It up. I, I gotta give it up to uh, Tide. Yeah, that was funny. Tide, that was fun. The Tide ad, because like by the end of the night, I was just assumed every commercial was a Tide ad, which yeah. is what they're going for. It was it was pretty great, uh, and I think it's also you know, people kept on asking like, how can Tide afford all these ads? You know, and if you corner the teenage snack food market like they did, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, that's where sure. your money comes from. So they got a lot of. <laughs> they know, I would they know where they're Tide right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, Tide <laughs> is riding a wave of popularity. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were incredibly hilarious, and the way they did multiple ones, and it's always like a, this was like the Super Bowl of gotcha ads between like that one and the Australia one. And there's a couple more that did, were like kind of like threw you like a for a loop. I'll say this: I think as a whole, the ads were. I, I didn't feel that they were up to the the level that they normally are. Um, sure. The one I think that stands out to me more than anyone else is the. It was the Eli Manning Odell Beckham. Oh, uh, that was good. which one was that? Uh, not flash dance. It was a uh, dirty dancing. Dirty right? dancing. Yeah. yeah, that was near the end of the night too. I thought that was. Head, head and shoulders above all the other ads. It was one um, of the best. It was and, definitely one of the best. And I can't really remember most of the others. Like, I didn't really... N- none of them really stuck out for me. I thought it was just kind of an okay Super Bowl as far as ads go. Yeah, there, there's like four or five that stand out to me a little bit. Um, the Bud Night Dilly Dilly conclusion was fine. It was cute, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the yeah, Doritos yeah. Exactly. Bright one was kind of interesting to see. To see, like... Um, you know, Tyrion Lannister and uh, Morgan Freeman, like kind of lip syncing to like Missy Elliott, was pretty dope. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Nothing made me like didn't hysterical. compare the game. That's yeah. really, really oh, exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Was. Yeah, I mean, the game was obviously fan- way, way, way better yeah. than anything else. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. All right, cool. Well, Super Bowl, I'll, I'll never forget. So no, certainly not. And satisfying for those people who enjoy seeing, um, you know, the a. You know, a giant of a sport sort of brought down a little bit. You know, sure. having yeah, a blemish you, you on petty. And I'll say that's right, jealous but bastards. Let's that's, be honest. The the true don't act like you're above that. The true Super Bowl champion this year is the NFL, because oh. um, <laughs> wow, we've been moving towards this for a number of years now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Okay. Um, the NFL obviously wants a lot of offense and lots of you know aerial assault kind of thing because that's exciting to watch sure sure Um, and clearly i mean roger goodell has has created this he created this super bowl with the rules that are put in place um obviously thank god they figured out the catch rule finally um Uh, did they though well i don't know if they did (laughs) it was it was uh, it was discussed it was discussed. Ad nauseum. Also, but I think they got both calls right. They got personally. the calls right, exactly. I think, I think they did personally, but some people disagree. So, Yeah, Patriots fans. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm just saying I think that this is exactly the type of game that the NFL wanted the Super Bowl to be, and that's what right. the fans got. And it was exciting as all hell. Okay. Well, that's a good point there. Um, let's move on here 
another great water cooler subject. Uh, Hall of Fame. The Hall Ooh. of Fame inductions. Oh, boy. They've been... Um, they were announced. And some great videos of um, whoever, like, the, the head guy is in the Hall of Fame or whatever, like, going oh, to yeah, these the guys' pres- hotel rooms. Yeah, that is always fun. knocking on the door, and the camera crews are there, and he informs them. And That's always you can cool. tell how much it means to a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about that really quick. Uh, Beefcake, you've got the list. Okay. Why don't you – because there's some well, NFC North guys here. Can we start off with the most important one? Great cash, homie. Oh, I'm going to go the in – headliner. I'm going to go in alphabetical order. Uh, ah. um, your, Great cash, homie. Your 2018 <laughs> Hall of, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees are uh, Bobby Bethard. Who? Exactly. Robert Brazil, um, Brian Dawkins. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, I've heard yeah, of him. definitely, definitely. Uh, safety, uh, right? Yep, uh, safety played for a lot of different teams. Yeah, I think. I think yeah. the Eagles quite a bit, right? Oh yeah. Um, God damn him! Uh, I hate him. <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Your Eagles. your thirteen time world champion Green Bay Packers own Jerry Kramer. Finally, sure. took him fifty years, but he made it. Good for um, him. Yes. Some dude named Ray Lewis. Oh, Lewis, okay. Um, Murder and Ray. <laughs> um, some stupid wide receiver that Minnesota drafted. Great cash, homie. Um, the one, the only, the greatest showman of all time, Terrell Owens. Oh, yes. I uh, love T.O. in the playoffs. Wow. And the worst bear ever, Brian Erlacher. Oh, yeah, man. Exactly. Brian Erlacher. Wow. First ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know. That that was a, that's a little much, I think. For Erlacher? Yeah. I don't know. I think, that, I think Paris Hilton awesome, put him over man. the top. You know? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I think that that was like the the tiebreaker. <laughs> yep. You did Paris Hilton. Like, you didn't he, think about he, that, did you? <laughs> no, you didn't. So that's now the he... surefire way into the Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, yeah. Any NFL players that are listening to this Golden podcast, take note. Well, what do you guys think? Anything? Any guy? I mean, you're not so sure about Erlacher. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like you're not so sure about Professor. Yeah, I mean, if that Packers guy wasn't good enough to make it in the last like 50 million years, because that's assuming he played last. Why now? Like, what? Come on. Because there's always a senior senior uh, guy that they throw in the pity the, the pity vote. No, this has been the biggest omission in the Hall of Fame for the past 60 years. Whoa. This guy. Is he, this is the guy who made the, history lesson? He made the most famous block in all of NFL history. Thank you very much. <laughs> a block? Yeah, yeah, that's right. A block you don't, of cheese? <laughs> well, that's what he uh, ate after the game. Sharp cheddar. No. Yeah, just the so this was in the the ice bowl, uh, the Bart Starr sneak that won oh. the Packers the World Championship. Okay. Jerry Kramer made the block. This yeah. the guy. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You, hey, I don't no, see what's wrong. You, yeah, there, you don't know any. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe if he was blocking for the Packers this year, we could have avoided a certain situation. I don't want. Rogers is hurt, and things would have went better. So, you know, what? maybe you know, what? it came around. He, Hall of Famer for sure. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer for sure. Rogers is uh, hurt. Sign him. Here's the thing. Sign him. Obviously, we didn't talk about Randy Moss a bit. Okay. Uh, and it's one of those things you where, like... You decided that. If, if he didn't make it... Of if Randy Moss didn't make the first ballot Hall of Fame, like, the Hall of Fame would have needed to have been, like, burned to the ground and restarted from scratch because he's the greatest of all time. Uh, and this... It was just really, really satisfying to see him get in. Uh, he's just fantastic. The best player ever. And 
I made a big mistake before the game. Oh. I be right before kickoff. Uh, myself and some of the people I was hanging out with, we uh, we Chromecasted some Randy Moss highlights to the t- big screen TV we were watching. Okay. And after watching Super Freak rip it up and down the field a little bit, watching that game was kind of boring. It was just like... You, like, gotta, keep, you wanted to keep going. Like We, we saw like somebody throw a fade pass to the back of the end zone. That was a great catch. And it was, it, was, it was one of these plays where it was well covered and he didn't catch it. And, like, oh, okay. And like the, the cornerback like broke it up or something like that. And it was just like... Well, we saw Moss make the catch like six times, <laughs> where he just like, reached over and plucked it. It was like, why didn't you? Oh, right, you're not Randy Moss. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it, it did kind of put a little damper on the game, just like seeing like Brandon Cooks for like one play until like, this dirty cheap shot took him out of the game, and like bums like Gronk who are nowhere near as good as Randy Moss. It was just it was tough. So I shouldn't have watched so much Moss highlights. Basically, you wait till after the game. To yeah, watch yeah, the Moss it ruined highlights. it all for me because yeah. he's the best of all time. Well, you won't make that same mistake again. Wait no, till the after the game. After a disappointing loss. Yeah. yeah. You should have watched it after the, the Eagles beat. Yeah. Eagles yeah. That would have been the perfect time you're, to watch You're right. It. He uh, he always brings me up. You know, if I'm facing a little uh, some hardship in life, Randy Moss is there for me. Sure. Um, I'd like That's to just quick. Inspiring. I'd like to quick touch on one more thing, Professor, too. Uh, Please. This Hall of Fame thing. Um, can we talk about how Terrell Owens, this, he didn't make it in the first year. This is his second year of eligibility. Right, because he's not as good as Moss. We finally put the debate to rest. No, I, I agree he's not as good of a player as Moss, but he's a far better showman than Moss ever was. He had that's better, very important to you. It's extremely important. And, I think and, that's your easiest way into and, the Hall and, of Fame. And to me, to be frank. And, yes, I, I will give T.O. the edge in touchdown celebrations. Moss had a couple of good ones. Sure. But T.O. Is, is a goat. He's the best. Yeah, he's maybe, the best. Maybe second best. I mean, let's not forget about Ocho Cinco here. Mm, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Well, mm. he wore a Hall of Fame jacket on the sidelines. <laughs> That's so. good enough. <laughs> yeah, that'll have to do. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. fantastic. Well, maybe we'll see it again. Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a great class, though. Really yeah. great class. Uh, yeah, oh, I agree. All things yeah, a lot considered. Of fun. Yeah, uh, we, we lions. The, no the lions ceremony. in it, though. No, no, no lions. Definitely How do you no feel lions. about that, Rob? Uh, obviously, I mean, De- Detroit gets screwed again. You know? <laughs> what else is new? What else is new? Yeah. It's, I mean, water is wet, sky is blue, Pope's Catholic. Honolulu blue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With yeah, that, I'll, I'll definitely watch well, the Hall of Fame ceremonies. We're going to uh, aloha here to, uh, to a break. And when we come back, we've got a really interesting trip to the bar planned. Oh, Stay you, tuned. You haven't heard anything like this. You're going to want to come to the bar with us. So yeah. stick with us here in Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Rob with an H here. Welcoming you back. Along with uh, the beefcake. And Professor Pigskin. Oh, God, I love beer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the lifeblood. Now more than ever, right? Since the Vikings lost. Man, do I need it. (laughs) It's not much else to do. part of your life. Well, speaking of that, we're going to take a trip back to the bar, gentlemen. Because after a week off, it it just feels so great to be back. Yeah. Um, 
And you know what, Beefcake? I think you've got some news to share. That's right. Because uh, you've become—I mean, you're so charming and everything. Obviously. Well, why don't you share the news? Well, you know, I, I needed a little something to do in the off season. You know, find you know keep myself in shape and uh, right. you know, keep keep my wit up and my uh, you know considerable my, wit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. Up so, is a relative um, term. I'm actually going to be doing uh, bar trivia. Uh, Whoa. Off season here, and uh, tonight is well, one of my first nights. So. Uh, How do you like that? I That's think great, we'll be man. we'll be playing a little Good bit of uh, bar trivia here. Well, what's interesting is that um, we we stepped into the bar and trivia is about to start. Right, you got to go get ready. And everything. Yep, yep. I, but it it looks like uh, looks like Professor and I are the only other people here. Well, you know the show other must go bartender. on. So you're just go gonna on. you're just gonna do it between the two of us. Yeah, yeah. We're we're all sitting down at the same table here. A little mono e mono trivia wow, okay. action. Between Rob and, Rob and, and, and actually, you know what? It's this not, bar is so decrepit that no one else besides well, us comes here. Here's the best part: is that it's not just between you two. Uh, we've got all the listeners out there at home oh, who can play along a, with a us. Legion, a legion, a legion. Of wow. Okay. Well, be sure to let us know how you how you fared. Yeah. So get yeah, some get some trivia. paper out. Paper okay, and but pencil. Before we do that, let's, Professor, you wanted to get a drink first. I do want to get a drink. Uh, and you know, my first drink. I'm gonna get something, a little something. I'm gonna dig into the attic and look for some Bud Dry, the old Budweiser beer that is now retired. What? Uh, oh my god! That's because I want to give this retired beer uh, to my good friend uh, Gronkowski. Because mm. uh, here's the deal, Gronk, you're great and we love you, and you're just Debatable. you're just dumb enough to be lovable. But the amount of concussions you've taken yeah. puts you at risk to just like go over the edge and not be that lovable dumb and just be dumb. Yeah, just be like. And here's the thing: I think Gronk should retire not just because like to save his life, uh, but also I feel like Gronk could, if anything, make more money outside of football than a football player. Like his his post football sure. career is going to be one of the best of all time. It's going to be like Michael Strahan esque, but like depraved. And it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. He'll go where Michael won't go, kind of. Thing. Oh, like he'll, he'll he'll go. He'll toe. <laughs> Michael toes the line, kind of a little bit. No, Gronk's gonna like barrel through it. Gronk's like, gonna like big bop the line, and it's gonna right. piss all over. He's gonna hump his way through <laughs> the line. Uh, it's gonna be like a love boat every weekend. With yeah, Gronk. I, I frankly cannot wait to see <laughs> what Gronk is up to when he's retired. And I want him to do it now when he's still like able to form sentences. So right. I, like I that. think that I think you've got his best best intentions. I mean, it's for selfish reasons. Like, don't get me wrong, but right. there it is. Yeah, he's definitely not going to lead a quiet private life. No, nor should he. I, I'm looking forward to, want him to his like weekly Twitter updates of the pictures of the porn stars he's had sex with. Like, yeah, sure. You know, it's just <laughs> come on, Gronk. Let's Without go. The strict constraints of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the no fun holding league. him back. <laughs> yeah, There's no restrictions. And, and frankly, <laughs> let's 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 take it a step further. <laughs> Let's take a step further. Let's. What if he's like the commissioner of fun for the XFL? Oh, that is a he would be a great fit to be in the front office. Yeah, yeah. Of he needs to be like XFL. the face of the management of the XFL. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm there's in. already an opportunity for him right there. Um, I'm so in. Like he comes, he does every announcement with like cheerleaders like surrounding him at all times. It's it's. Too I imagine perfect. him with like a throne. With like cheerleaders all around him, <laughs> yeah, He's something yeah. stupid like yeah, that. I mean, and, okay, well, I mean, uh, you've got me thinking about it. Yeah, we're also about it. I, I, I might be behind you on this. And, you right. know, get out while you're still healthy. Agreed. At least relatively. 
Um, well, with that, gentlemen, we are going to uh, go on to uh, begin trivia here. All right. Wow. So okay. um, the rules are, are pretty simple. What's We've, the prize, by the way? Uh, that's, that's a surprise, actually. Oh. The end. Yep. You don't get to see it till the very okay. end. Okay. I like it. Okay. Um, so we've got eight questions here. And uh, since we've just uh, had the Hall of Fame uh, class released, uh, I decided all these questions are going to be Hall of Fame related. Uh, they're about Hall of Famers, specifically NFC North Hall wow. of Famers. So we've got eight questions with uh, each increasing in difficulty, but there are ten possible points. Oh. Wow. So uh, we'll go one at a time. Give me a little intro music here. You're in charge of uh, <laughs> keeping your own score because I don't care enough. Um, but question number one. Oh, he's had enough. Okay, gentlemen, question number one. We'll do, I'll give the question and then... Do we, we just write it down or do we buzz in? Like, what do you want? No, we'll just, we'll, we'll do one at a time, give your answers and, you okay. know, that way we, honor we everybody system. gets the, uh, the uh, yeah, honor okay. system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, Everyone gets, is able to play a little. We're men you know? of honor. So, well. question number one. Of the four NFC North teams, which team has the least amount of Hall of Fame player inductees? This includes the most recent Hall of Fame class. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's start with Rob with an H here. Uh, my guess is the Detroit Lions. That is also my guess. You are both correct. Woo! The Lions have ten Hall of Fame players. Ten. They've been around for. That's... They've been around for and in s- case, oh, no. sixty years or something. In case you were wondering, next up next comes the Vikings uh. with twelve. It's okay. uh, not that much more. The Packers have 23. Jesus. And the Bears lead the way with 28. Damn. I assume they're all from the 40s. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. Um, so who those cares? count, too. So that was good. Good start. Um, uh, you know, pretty pretty easy one to start that was off. A layup. That so, was you know, you get, yeah, yeah, just, you right know, down the warm the up, plate. get in the groove. Um, now, um, which, uh, question number two. Which garbage NFC North defender <laughs> was immortalized in NFL lore as being the man that Jerome the Bus Bettis trucked over on his way to a five-yard touchdown? It's a Hall of Famer that Jerome Bettis ran over and humiliated. Give me a second to think about this a bit further. All right, I think I have my answer. I got, okay. I got my guess. Professor, why don't you go first this time? Brian Urlacher? I also was going to guess Brian Urlacher. You are both correct. All right, all right. It had to be a Super Bowl, right? Uh, it wasn't a Super Bowl, I don't think, um, although it would have been awesome. Oh, but, uh, it wasn't? Oh, but no, it's whatever. just that's such a memorable play that everyone well, knows kind I, of whatever. thing. So, um, Ends justify the means, at least for me, yeah. my dumb thinking. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, Professor's so nervous that I think he finished his drink already. Yeah, I. It's, uh, I uh, wow. Drinking makes me smarter is what I've always said. And he uh, talks is, a big is, he talks a big game about being smart about football, but now he's being put to the test. Yeah, I, I guess we're gonna and find out how the jitters are coming out. Well, there's only one way to deal with jitters. All right, here's what I'm, my next order. Shotgun a beer. A little unusual. I'll calm the nerves. Um, <laughs> I am going to order. 
uh, a big giant vat of poison, and I'm going to dump it in the Philadelphia water supply. Wow. Jesus! Wow! Kill everyone in that worthless trash city. That's my drink. Have you ever been there? Wow, that is. I've not been there, but I'll be happy to go there after this drink. And order, you shan't. So I can, I can piss on all their graves. Wow, that got really dark real quick. Like they're terrible people who don't deserve good things. Uh, and so there. Here's the thing: is you don't need to put any poison in their water. They're gonna burn their city to the ground in the next couple of days anyway. Yeah, it's it's. I'd frankly be doing them a favor. So. Yeah, you'll keep the the integrity of the Philadelphia city. Philadelphia is like the entire city of Philadelphia they, is on like like a purge sort of situation <laughs> no right now. They, no, restrictions. no restrictions. The ad says no rules. Uh, <laughs> they can't even keep like a bell repaired for like a couple. They can't in two hundred years. They haven't been able to fix a bell. Like, give wah, me a break. Wah. What a dumb place. good one. Wow. Well, may, uh, enjoy that poison while we get to uh, question number three. Wow, they're getting tougher. Veins. Yeah, though they uh, are going to be. Is... No, we're we're still in in decently easy territory here. So, um, okay. But uh, okay, question number three: Which purple people eater is rightfully left out of the Pro Football Hall of Fame due to one of the most ridiculous plays in NFL history when he ran sixty-six yards after a fumble recovery to the wrong end zone? You gave me too many, too much. Rob, you can go first. Yeah, I that's, right that's probably going to happen. Um, gosh, I'm t- um, like I said, they're they're ramping up a little bit here. I'm trying to remember I, my purple history. I will get this one right. I know. Uh, yeah, no, it's not Alan Page. Um, the only other thing I can think right of track. is Marshall. Oh, wrong way, Jim Marshall. Yep, I'll I'll give you half a point for that. What? I get a full point. Okay, fine. You get a full point. Yeah, get Jeopardy it. rules All say right. if you give the last name. <laughs> We're not playing Jeopardy. Okay, yes, Jim Marshall. Yes, is the wrong correct, way, Jim Marshall. Correct okay. answer. Good. Um, well done. It tied up three th- three apiece so far. This is okay. a little closer than I was thinking it was going to be at this point. So now it's time to really start kicking it up a little mm. bit here. Kick mm. it up a notch. Um, which offensive juggernaut is the only... NFC North Hall of Famer to go to four straight Super Bowls. Ooh. The NFC answer, North Hall of Famer who's been to four straight Super Bowls. The answer is easier than you think. Oh, is it? Oh, yes, it is. I'll give you a hint. These four straight Super Bowls were with the same team. I have my guess. We're waiting on the professor. What else is new? And you out there at home, you know, you take this time to think it over. I think Rob knows this one. Oh, that can't be him. Who switched teams? All right. We're going to uh, wrap our time up here. I have a guess. I don't think I'm wrong, but whatever. Okay, why don't you go first then, Professor? I'm going to say the golden boy, Paul Horning. Rob? Um, my guess was going to be Fran the Man. Both incorrect. That is, uh, drafted by the Green Bay Packers, went to four straight Super Bowls with the Buffalo Bills, James Lofton. Oh! He's in the Super Bowl? He's in the, excuse me, he's in the Hall, Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame? Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Okay. 
Absolutely. You know, for a second, I thought about the Bills. And I was yep. like, I was trying to yeah. think of uh, an FC North player who was on the Bills, and I couldn't think of one. Well, so. the Bills were the I believe offensive the, juggernaut. Yeah, he he was the only good thing about those '80s Packers teams. Like he would he would consistently get like 150 yards and two touchdowns, and then the Packers would lose. Magic Don. He averaged yeah, touchdowns exactly. So, um, okay. Uh, one last question in this in this uh, rank, I'll say of of questions. Good. I need another drink after this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. After beginning his career with the Los Angeles Rams, which Detroit Lion Hall of Famer is credited with changing several rules regarding how d- physical a defensive back can be with a receiver? And is credited with inventing the pass, the defensive pass interference uh, call. Classic Detroit Lions player. <laughs> they have the least amount of Hall of Famers, so it's. There's only a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. I do not know. Okay. I, I'll save us some time. Okay. That is one one of the best uh, nicknames in all of pro football history. Dick Night Train Lane. Oh, uh, I've heard of him. Okay. The yeah. Night Train. The Night Train. All right. Yeah. We're coming for you. Listener, if you got that question right, congratulations to you. Yeah. So, uh, But he, a- he had his best years with the Rams. No, he had his best years with the Lions. He won some championships with the Lions, I believe. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know. You must. Wow. Be. I must be. You, you, I mean, you you are obviously a bandwagon lion fan that you know, doesn't appreciate. <laughs> now's history. the time. <laughs> Plenty of room. Now is the time. Leg, a lot of leg room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got a really good seat on that bus. Well, professor, why don't you drown your sorrows then? Oh boy. Um, you know what? It's it's I don't have a lot to say about this because it's already been said, but I'm gonna order a we're not worthy IPA mm. uh, and toast to my boy Randy Moss. We're not worthy of you, baby. Wow! <laughs> Enjoy the Hall of Fame. You're the best. Wow. Why don't you get another one? Because that was pretty lame. Are you in love with him? Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm gonna order a drink. Oh. Um, a little cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Big League Chew cocktail. What? It has like vodka oh. and Sprite, and then mix some shavings of bubble gum into it. So oh. Big League Chew bubble gum. Mm. That's awesome. Take that Sounds like a drink that former guest downtown Petey Brown would be. Oh, <laughs> and take this Big League Chew drink and dump it on the drink. It's fuck baseball. Who cares? Fuck them. Wow, you pitchers are so catchers. angry this week. Pitchers and catchers don't give a shit. This is <laughs> terrible sport. Get yeah, a lot of, of venom this week. <laughs> wow. If okay. you like baseball, oh then you're God, dead. That's incredible. Well, okay. Well, let's, after that, let's uh, move on. That to... fantastic drink. Okay. Um, we will get to no. question. Well, angry drink. Question number six. Angry and drink this is, is a, best drinking. And this is a two-point question here. This is where it gets potential for someone's going to get some separation. We're completely tied Tied. up here at this point, right? This is a brand new game, brand new game right here. It's four zero (laughs) zero. All right. Question number six: The NFC North holds the distinction of housing the gentleman who has coached the most Hall of Fame players, in addition to being a Hall of Famer himself. Who is he, and how many players that he coached are in the Hall of Fame? You have to get both right? Well, one point for each. Okay. I, I'll, I have my guess. 
at least for the coach, and I'll take a stab at the players. Okay. Wait, so, you so NFC who North is the coach? Yeah, NFC North coach who coached the most Hall of Fame players, and then how many players that he coached are in the Hall of Fame? As a head coach? As a head coach, yes. All right. Um, okay. Um, Rob, why don't you start? Um, I'm going to guess uh, Vince Lombardi. Okay. And As will I. I'm going um, to say he coached nine Hall of Famers. Professor? I was going to go Vince and 11. You both got Vince, correct? Of course. Um, he coached 12 oh. Hall of Famers. Ah, I thought about 12 and I went 11. So conservative. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, you are. 9-11. You're <laughs> <laughs> both... We're both uh, why are you laughing? Um, I'm, I don't know what I'm you're not. talking about. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's so funny. All right. So now we're getting to the real... The real tough, the tough ones here. Nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Uh, question number seven. In the 1963 charter class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, God damn. teams that now comprise the NFC North represented over half of that original class with nine members. Jesus. Which team had the most members in this first class? Of the nine. Of nine, which team had the most members in the charter class of the Pro Football 1963, Hall 1963, you said? 63. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? <laughs> That's good. I've got my guess. Um, yeah, let's go. Okay, Professor, why don't you go first? Uh, the Bears. That was going to be my guess as well. Chicago Bears. You are both correct. Woo! Bears had four Hall of Famers in that class, and actually there were two correct answers. Oh. Wow. Okay. A little the, trick question. There was a tie. Green Bay Packers also had four members, and then the Detroit Lions had one. Uh, Shock. Vikings had none. 1963. Yeah, we, uh, we didn't quite yeah. exist yet. We were a little late to the party, but... Did they get any initially? Yes or no? Um... Am I wrong? There it is. Thank you. you. Well, before this last... (laughs) No! This last one's a real doozy, so Professor, I think... This is for the game, isn't it? Yeah, this last one's going to be for the game. I think Professor needs a little bit of an edge before we get to this one. I I do need an edge. I want to order a drink called the Sub-Zero IPA. And it's going out to the city of Minneapolis. Sure, you put on a hell of a Super Bowl show, Minneapolis, and we all we could listen about listen to like, you know, these uppity celebrities and media <laughs> bullshit people talking about it's cold here. I walked outside for a block and my toes hurt. And it's like, okay, like where where you're like. Dockers to like outside and negative degree of weather. Sketchers, you, you yeah, you sure you dockers with sketchers. <laughs> you you dummy. Uh, and you know what? Dummy. The, re- the reason why it's cold here is to keep people like you out in the first place. So you know what? It's an awesome Super Bowl. It had the most events hosted of any Super Bowl ever. Really? Um, we as far as like things to do, we had the most of ever that's been done. The stadium was incredible, was, and the game was amazing. It was an awesome Super Bowl, except for the whole like you know. Like cold enough to kill you thing, but yeah, whatever. But whatever. Like if you can't handle that, then like stay the get hell out. out. Yeah. yeah, get out. So let me ask you this, though, Professor: Will you ever 
think will you f- always forever think back on this Super Bowl as missed opportunity for oh. something that could have been oh boy. truly oh boy. truly unique um that it will haunt you forever um i i guess the answer is yes <laughs> the answer is yes and you know what fuck you what a question and speaking Whatever. of questions that's what the show is for it's, it's therapy. Yeah, it is. It would have been it's the coolest thing in the world. Yes, I know. I'm aware. The last two weeks have been a missed opportunity. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God damn you. Okay. It, it's important to get the anger out. These are the heart. Oh, I've got plenty of anger to go. Yeah. Well, with that, we'll get to our final question of bar trivia. For the game. Oh, boy. And this is another two-pointer. <coughs> Two-point swing question. Okay. Question number eight. Four players in the Pro Football Hall of Fame have played for more, two or more NFC North teams. So four players have played for at least two different NFC North teams. Name two with an extra point if you can name a third. So NFC North Hall of Fame players who have played for more than one. Of the NFC North, yes, teams. You need two of them. Okay, give me a second. Okay. I knew you'd get one, so I had to. Yeah. I had to sweeten it a little bit. One is obvious. <laughs> is it? Maybe it's... for me. Knowing this show, it's got to be pretty obvious. This is no cakewalk. I told you they'd be getting tougher. It... Oh no, he's. <laughs> it... No, he's not. Never mind. Um, this is tough. Wow, this is tough. This is this is really tricky. Um, I actually knew of two when I looked this up. This is like the final, our final Jeopardy music. Yeah, it's John Cena's theme song. The song's over. We have to answer. Trivia, not Jeopardy. All right. These are questions. In fact, if you do, you would lose the whole All right. Okay. That's it. Okay. Rob, oh, I'm going to let you go first. All right. Um, honestly, I know of one, mm-hmm. or at least I'm sort of confident in one. Um, it One is Brett Favre. Okay. I'm comfortable in Wrangler. And I'm just going to take a stab okay. at the other one because like I'm that. honestly not sure. And honestly, it's a stab in that I don't even know if he's in the Hall of Fame either. I'm okay. going to say uh, Sterling Sharp. Okay. Professor? Well, my first guess is obviously. Hi, I'm Brett Barr. Okay. I'm also going to throw out Jim McMahon. You are both incorrect. Fuck me. Jim McMahon is a good guess, though, i got to say. Is he in the Hall of Fame? No. Damn. But he did play for the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that might have legs. The other one that I thought you might get would be Alan Page. What? Who, who played play for? for the Bears? I didn't know that. He played for the yes. Bears. Whoa! The other one. Uh, that, the other one that you that might peak uh, that you might know of is uh, Bobby Lane. 
Okay. From back in like the 40s, he played for the Lions and the Bears. I've heard of his name. And then there's one other gentleman named Walt Kiesling. Uh, Walt ah. for the Bears and the Packers. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are in, we have ended up with a tie. We're at a dead which tie. Which means you both buy all my drinks tonight. <laughs> Well, we'll go. We'll go Dutch on it, I guess. Well, that was the prize: is that we pick up your bar tab. <laughs> no, I was going to pick up your bar tab, but since oh. you both tied, you pick up mine. Well, oh. I stumped you. Uh, I guess like we got some of them right, but you didn't beat each other. That's the whole point of the game. I came away with a healthy respect for him, honestly. Yeah, you were a, you're, you're in the a wrong bar. opponent. You're in the wrong bar. Well, I guess I'll I'll start off. I love this bar by buying. My last drink, then. Okay, the and final drink of the season. The final drink of the season, and it's going out to three of us. Uh, I'm buying for the Kings of the North podcast an IPA called the Mission Accomplished IPA. Because <laughs> uh, we set out uh, to make the world's best uh, um, NFC North podcast, and I think we can say, in the mortal words of George W. Bush, Mission Accomplished. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of it's parallels, good. aren't it's there? Good. Just the fact that we showed up every week, I think, was good enough. Oh, sure. Just yeah. like George W. Bush, yeah. he showed up. You know, he just he, should, he punched in the time clock. Good things, ha- good things happen to those who show up. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I, this is going to be a, a delicious final drink. Yeah, yeah. So savor every sip of it, boys. Mm, well, it's going to have to last you a whole summer. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, so hopefully we'll come back sometime. I'm going to let us back in for a while, probably. We've, and we've I'm guessing they're, they're, I'm bar. guessing they're going to drop this whole trivia thing after one night. It's going to be one and done for you, Beefcake. I mean, uh, we'll see. We'll see. It, it didn't go well tonight. No, it did not go well. Uh, you know, obviously, we're, nobody won. So we're still the only people in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys sucked at it too. So it's just like we got the easy ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, All right. Whatever. Sorry whatever. Sorry, Beefcake. I had to talk to the manager and. Um, all right well when we come back we are going to venture into four down territory stick with us on kings in the north welcome back to kings of the north that's the sound of a great podcast right there. Rob with an H here, flanked by the beefcake. Mm-mm. Beer. Professor Pigskin. I, too, enjoy uh, this hopped beverage that you speak of. Mm, yeah. God bless Malton Hops. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are going to venture into Four Down Territory, gentlemen. And this is kind of a... This is, I think... One of the more useful four down territories yes. we've ever had. Yes. We're a service podcast. Tune in you know? listener. I hearken back to the uh, we gave out some tips about morning drinking sure. once yeah. on the yeah. Vikings that was morning key. that I thought was, that was more of almost like a public service yeah, announcement. Frankly I'm, I'm surprised BuzzFeed didn't pick that up and run with it. It was, yeah. it was Well we were smaller Shame then. on you, BuzzFeed. Yeah. We were smaller then. Now I think we have the the clout to really make some waves with this particular four down territory oh, so i uh, get out a pen and paper um because you're going to want to write this yeah, down so this week's four down territory is what to do with your sundays now that football is over that's a that's a lot of time to, you got to fill 
it's a that's long, 24 hours. It's a long Yeah, sh- you're right about that. <sighs> it's a long time until football season starts again. That's right. If you don't have these we should tips, explore it. you are going to be in a world of hurt. Mm. Yeah. It's a long summer. I hope this makes one of those lists like at the bottom of pages like, this one weird tip will like <laughs> make you <laughs> 13 so, great tip you won't believe number seven yeah. <laughs> all right so with that we're gonna dive into it by way of rock paper scissors tournament of champions i have emerged victorious right paper the whole way you t- oh, you suck yeah that's right tense battle Itch. so with that i am going to um i'm gonna pick number one um my number one uh, pick, I wrote it, it is the first thing that occurred to me, because if you're a real fan, especially especially after after the Super Bowl, you kind of have to wean yourself off, maybe. Sure. And so I'm going to say, watch old games on oh. DVR, or there, a lot of them are even archived on YouTube. Oh, and you know, I'll tell you a couple that I've got uh, on the queue here. Oh, boy. Um, For this offseason. I've got the week four, Lions. Beating the Vikings. Oh, and cla- an instant classic. Instant classic. Um, no! And also, I've got two others. I've got Lions beating the Packers in Week 9 and Week 17. Ooh. Do you realize that the my Lions went 5-1 and one in the NFC North? Damn. This year? I think you, you probably have the best Ooh. record within the division, I would bet. Did the, did the Vikings lose to anyone else but the Lions this no, year? No, I think we went 5-1 and one as well. Okay, so you guys tied, basically. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. It's incredible. Of course, you guys only won that game. Time to relive you that. You cheap-shotted Delvin Cook in his knee, you sons of bitches. You want to talk about cheap hey. You have no pot. Uh, you, are that no was you are in no position to I, intervention. Anyway, we can all agree the Bears went 0-6. And so you know what? It's always really fun. Fuck the Bears. It's... It, I always thought, as a fan, you always enjoy watching the victories. Like back oh, on, course. if you can watch victories again, you know what's going to happen. But it just is—it's a lot, especially when you realize that there's no more you get to football. Uh, so that's going to be my number one overall. I like that. Wean off it a little bit. Yeah, wean off of it a little bit. That's, yeah, that's a really good pick. Well, thank you. Well, beefcake, you've okay. secured number two. So okay, I, I'm—I got my pen ready. This is a big one because. For me, when I wake up on, on game day during the season, um, it's, uh, it's a situation where sometimes um, I, I'm, I'm in a bit – usually I'm, I'm usually I'm extremely hungover from the night before, of course. Um, so And then I have to get you know, to a bar or some place for a noon game, like you know, start drinking and you know, all that fun stuff. Or, you know, it, it, it's a bit rushed you know, in the morning for me. Right, right, right. Sure. So what I'm going to be doing uh, these first couple Sundays especially – I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna take my time, and you know what? Right about eleven, eleven thirty, I'm gonna go out to brunch. Mm. Oh! And I'm still gonna drink. Yeah. But it's gonna be mimosas. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be bloody marys. Yep. And I'm gonna order a big French toast. No. Oh. I'm gonna order a big no. cheeseburger with oh. with an egg on it, bacon. Oh. See, I like mine um, with lettuce and tomato. <laughs> Heinz fifty-seven. French fried potatoes. <laughs> But yeah, no, the big. Can we do a Jimmy Buffett podcast in the offseason? Yes, oh, we can. They're, they're, hey, Parrot that, that, podcast. That, that's on my big board. So oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's not my turn. <laughs> Parrot cast. <laughs> so, my pick, though, is going to be go out and, and enjoy brunch. You know, you don't have anywhere to be, there's no game on. You don't have, you just sure. enjoy it. Go with some friends. Family's mm-hmm. disowned um, you. Especially when it's, it gets a little nicer out. You can go out on a patio. Ooh. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that patio life is that something That patio else. brunch is something else. I love patio. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Professor. You uh, got the turn. Well, here's the thing. Snake draft. You guys need to realize. And the my next picks are, are going to re- reflect this theme, <laughs> is that in the NFL, there is no offseason. Oh, and real fans <laughs> no, know don't. that. And so we have we have two really important things no. that real fans need to do. Don't do it. All right. Number one, do it. You got to start working on your mock drafts. <laughs> <laughs> Every Sunday, you got to sit down. You got to put the work in. You got you got to like read Schefter, read uh, read like well, you uh, read the scouting reports. Read the That's scouting like, reports. Yeah. Pull up YouTube, do a little scouting report of your own, you know. Pull up those highlight tapes and really kind of grade, like grade the players. Yeah, grade know? the players. You, you need a variety of sources. You need some primary research and some secondary research, and you got to start making a mock draft once once per week is probably a good pace every Sundays. Sunday. Yeah. So you sit down, you do some scouting, adjust it, make some tweaks. Make a, got, I think you need to establish a war room first. Oh, Ooh. certainly. You need to, well, any boys. Good fo- first off, any good football fan has a three sixty five war room. Okay, that's just. <laughs> So that's that's assumed. Yep. Um, and we, and we have we have our own war room for the draft. Yeah, of course we do. Obviously, Kings of the North has a state of the art war room. Oh yeah. And, and so all the bells and whistles. And so you know, the three of us will be hunkered down every Sunday doing a little mock drafting. Like maybe like we'll I'll take like I'll take like ten teams. You'll take ten teams. You'll take ten teams. Someone else will take two. Maybe get some trade. Yeah. Some trades. And, in and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll kind of simulate the GM ship sure. and just kind of do some mock drafts. See how things shake out a little bit. Um, That's a horrible pick, but okay. It's the best. I pick. agree. Um, I once again, my gut. once again, he screws up his first round pick every time. <sighs> Erroneous. Erroneous. That we one would, pick. One, that, that was like mean? the Peyton Manning. Well, let's see what he picks here because. All right. Yeah. All right. The might, second thing might, a fan needs to do, himself. keeping keeping in mind that there is no off season, is fans every day, but especially on Sunday. Need to get online and argue with people on Twitter about football. Ooh, you need to cite stats. Sure. That's a great. You need, pick. To, you need to send gifts. You need to call people idiots, and yes. you just you've got to be mean and derogatory because yes. you yes. need to stay in shape. Yes. Uh, you, you can't like go off of Twitter for nine months and like not be mean to people online, and then expect week one to roll around and to pick it back up again. You got to keep that edge sharp. I like okay? that. So you, you got to squat yeah. on a hot take and just yeah, and just and just keep squatting. Just to stay stay on a. For nine months, and then when you got to stay relevant too. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so big, and you you start to build some, you know, some cachet. And if you take a vacation, people, you know, it's one of those things. Like if if you're not tweeting, someone else is. All right. So you got to get up in the morning and start tweeting asap. Wow. What a motivational. uh, Wow. Pick. I like that a lot. Those those are big. The two feed into each other too. They really do. You know, he he's so mean, but then he has these pearls of wisdom. It's just so uh, I'm so thankful to study under him. Not literally. Anyhow, <laughs> let's move on to Professor Pigskin. You mean the beefcake, I believe. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, he's on my mind right now. Clearly. After that brilliant display. Um, anyway, you know, um, another thing, here's the other thing that that's an issue for me on Sundays, is that uh, usually football takes up my whole day. Drinking's a big part of it. and uh, I thought it would be vice versa, honestly. Anyway... Um, I think that uh, now we we have a whole day Sunday that uh, is just extremely interesting um, because it's completely open and there's one day a lot of people skip every week, but uh, now you have Sunday, so you don't have to skip leg day. 
Oh, <laughs> leg day is my pick. Make every Sunday leg day. Go hard, max out on the oh, squat man. rack, and just you know basically kill yourself before and after brunch. Um, doing leg day. That's the um, beef kickiest answer I've ever heard. Yeah, because everybody skips leg day, and now you have a whole day that you're not doing anything. You might as well go to the gym and do leg day. See, I'd think you'd be focusing entirely on glamour muscles all the time, 24-7. Dude, it, the glutes, man. The glutes are a huge part of leg day. That's a glamour muscle. Yeah, buns for the huns. Buns you know? for the huns. Mm, okay. I thought you got You got to fill out those jeans, man. You know? <laughs> You can't Look, be sagging in the for back. For you, it's spandex most of the time, isn't it? <laughs> whatever, whatever your fabric of choice is. You have those jeans that uh, like lace up in the front and yep. the back, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you have to. There, there's no way I could squeeze into those if they didn't. Yeah, you have to. Like, you have to just cinch yourself in. And here's what you got to realize, though, Rob, is Beak Kick has one day for legs and six days for biceps. So. Yep. Yeah. You got to well, even it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a little yeah, bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Well, that's a that's a great answer. Gotta admit, um, my picks. I've got my uh, second pick and third. Um, so here's what I'm going. I'm gonna do this. Um, this first one, I'm going to say, uh, I want you to watch a new sport. Oh, oh. And what? I've got two different sports in mm. mind. Whoa. Two different uh, sports in this, mind that this I'm thinking could go of. One of yeah, two. Hear me out. I don't know. So the first sport I'm gonna say is tennis. And you know why? On Sundays, Sundays are when championship matches are played. Okay. Mad teams no! usually will start on no! Monday. They go for a week, and then they play the championship match Sunday. on a Sunday. Okay. Uh, Grand right. Slams, same thing, except it's two weeks. Ooh. And so you're getting high drama matches. You're getting one drama that sure. one match that you sure. can focus in on. It's in the especially in the summer. It's going to be at like in the afternoon, mm. uh, you know, times that you can, you know, sit Little, back and watch, maybe, you know, crack open a nice cold maybe beer. Maybe if it's a, uh, maybe if beer. it's a bit of a duller match, you might doze in and out a little bit kind of oh, thing. Oh, sure. But matches, it, yeah, are, whatever. matches are usually, some matches will go three, four, five hours. Yeah. Sure. You got plenty of and time. And that leads me to my other, oh, um, my other uh, sport that I want you to watch. So wait, are and these two I separate just, picks? Two se- no, no, no. Or, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, okay. Saying, I'm saying watch a new sport and I had two in mind. I like it. Okay, the other right, sport right. that I'm thinking of is golf. Ooh, and here's what I'm going to say. It is Number a great one, napping sport. It's a great napping sport because obviously you're hungover. <laughs> yeah, jeez. And you're, gonna, you up, you're hungover, you go to brunch, you drink more, and you, then you take a nap yeah, while watching golf. Okay. Golf is great for that. You're making also, sense. Also, on Sundays, that's the championship round. Mm, yeah. Again. All right. High and drama. There can be high drama, and that's a lot of fun. I, I don't mind watching any sport if I know that there's going to be a drama. dramatic conclusion. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm into you know, that. I'll watch soccer if it's going to be nope, dramatic. No, no, no. Darts. No. I'll watch okay, darts, sure, darts. Darts are fine. Yeah, bowling's cool. Bowling's that's the fine. best part of sports is the is you know the moments, and golf has those moments because – you know, there's the birdie build putt up to everything. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Putt to win the tournament. Plus, you, you know, know uh, sure. Tiger's back. Moments. Tiger's oh, back. Yeah, sure. You're your hero. Tiger. <laughs> Beefcake. All right. My if you next pick. Be like Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next pick. Um, I'm going to give one that when I think of Sunday, I think of, I think of Lazy Sunday. Ooh. And what pairs best with Lazy Sunday Waking for up. nerds like us? 
Sundays are great days nope. to play video games. Oh. Oh. Great days to, you know. Damn. You're going to, you know, stay in. Damn. You know, you're going to maybe bundle up you if it's it. cold. Hover around the TV. There's nothing to watch. Ah. It's just like infomercials and stuff. So, hey, why don't I play, why don't I try out some video games? And Damn. You know. What a pick. And I can't believe, I, I'm, I'm I can't fan, believe it fell I'm that far. I'm a fan far, of the old far. consoles. I know I'm not much of a newer player. I like to. You know, do a little deep dive and do a do an old video game. You know, right. revisit something. The classics. Uh, you know, something that Mario new video, Three. New, new video games. It seems like there's such a there's it, such a commitment with them. Endeavor. Yes. They're meant to be. You know. You know. Weeks. Such replay value, yeah. and you can play them for you know forever. But you know, NES games. A lot of them you could finish in like. Something Couple, like 20 minutes. You know? Yeah. yeah or you can play the, Tech Mobile. The perfect one is like, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, like Super Mario 3. It's like, what, two, two and a half hours, maybe? Mm-hmm. If you're, maybe if you're you. really going for it. <laughs> maybe for an amateur oh. like you. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Ooh. No warp whistles, baby. It's never. Oh, you collect them, but you don't use them. Of course, you get them. Yeah, you have to get them. Just to show off. Stay tuned. You use them in the eighth world. You use them both in the eighth world. Stay tuned for the KOTN live stream of Mario 3. Oh, that'll bring in the viewers. Luigi's taking you down. We will be drunk. A lot of battles. Well, I'm happy that I got one that you both were clearly coveting. Um, How do you like that? So with that, we're going to move back to the beefcake. Well, since you took the video game one, Rob, I'm going to uh, pivot from that one a little bit really quick. Uh, I'm going to take board games on Sunday. I had that on my yeah. board, nice. too. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. is nice. You've got all this time. You can get into some of these really deep ones, like uh, uh, obviously the big one for me is Monopoly. Oh, I love Monopoly. Um, you know, that, that's a, that, that game can take, you know, two two three hours and now you've incorporate got, some drinking into it oh you have to yeah of course now you've got <laughs> you now there's these big chunks of time that you have that you can you know uh sit down with some friends I which play risk a lot oh risk is great Sundays. um uh i've been recently into uh settlers of Catan. yeah um uh and then uh, a favorite of ours here uh betrayal at house on the hill yeah great game especially Love if it's kind of dark and rainy maybe dark and stormy like night oh baby um, so yeah, I'm going to take, uh, board games with your friends. Fantastic. Family yeah. and friends. Hmm. Nothing better. Great that's, choice. That's great. Fellowship and friends and beer. Hmm. In that order. Professor, your final two picks. All right. I've got a couple last picks. Really? Yes. Shocked. And so here's the thing. <laughs> a lot of this. A lot of this stuff seems to be like everyone's saying, like, "Hey, here's what you can do while drinking instead of watching instead of drinking while watching football." Sure. And I'm going to propose this to you. What if you just drank? Just drinking. What like? Just you like don't a bender. To, you don't need to go. <laughs> you don't need to go to brunch and drink. You don't need to watch tennis and drink. You just, you can just drink. Just like sit down on your couch instead of the, the instead of the TV being on, the TV's off. But you still get blackout drunk anyway. You just drink alone, if if need be. So this is this is here's the thing is that th- this is the difference right now between the professor and I is that he has these types of ideas because of the heartbreaking defeat that his team had. Sure, um, sure. You know, and 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 I understand it. I've been there, man. Yeah, but, uh, he's yeah, in yeah. a dark place right now. Very dark. I just I don't. Why does drinking always need all these like? 
bells and whistles, you know, and all these frills and, and bows. And Why can't you just drink to drink? Like, I'm going to get drunk while. drinking is such a great accompaniment to Agreed. a lot of it, it, I'm not saying you're so wrong. many other activities. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think sometimes, like, we get so focused on that that we lose we lose our focus. On lose the, sight on the, on the big picture? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, a lot of times we're doing this stuff to, like, justify our drinking. And why not just say, like, hey, let's just drink. Is drink? It's almost sort of like a relationship. Like, I like, I want some one-on-one time with you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's all this like group hangouts. You know, it's with like bottle. it's just like you and me and football, and it's you and me and, and the guys and laser tag. And it's like why not just like you you and drinking? You know. So that's how you would spend your Sunday. It's just, just alone, alone. <laughs> drinking, no music, no TV, just. Sitting in your on your couch drinking. I think you just sit down. I think you need to take everything off the walls you too. Cork the bottle. Yeah, as little sensation as possible. Yeah, maybe get one of those like sensory deprivation oh, tanks. Oh sure. If you have one of those available for you, then yes, absolutely yes. That would be crazy. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just saying like, don't drunk forget, in a sensory deprivation tank. Don't forget the reason for the season. You know. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, Thanks for bringing us. It's a pretty me. sad pick. Um, he, um, he's been so angry. This today. It's got to be something. Like I said, he's going through a dark place. This uh, is cathartic. Let him go, though. Okay. Lastly, this one sort of ties into the Twitter thing, but a little differently. Your Twitter arguing is to keep your like football like mind and antagonism sharp. I'm going to suggest working out. But, like... Not like going to the gym and like running five miles and like benching. Like I'm talking about very specific. You need to stay in sh- football watching shape. Sure. Okay. So I'm talking like you got to do like ten reps of like jumping off the couch and throwing your your arms in the air in a touchdown signal. I'm talking like you got to like do the false start motion. I'm talking like a lot of like beer can pickups and put downs. Like yep. you got to stay in shape. Again, you walk into week one without doing an off season worth works an off season's worth of workouts. Mm, you're in trouble you're gonna pull like you're gonna pull like a a beer tendon drinking tendon you're gonna like jump up to celebrate a touchdown you're gonna pull your back you're gonna try to high five someone and then blow your shoulder out all right so you gotta do some some of these workouts you gotta stay in shape we've all seen it happen (laughs) it's sad it's sad it's it's happened to all the great ones get some chest bumps in you know really you know build that tolerance that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so like you greatness people don't see the work that goes into greatness exactly it takes a lot to be a great football fan all right and you got to drink all off season you got to argue on twitter all off season you got to like practice your celebrations that's supposed to be fun (laughs) no it's not there's nothing fun about it it's It's, a full-time job it's about winning it's about (laughs) being the best and the best you know commit and so you got you can't take a. You only got so many years in this game, you know. <laughs> got to make the most of them. Yeah, you do. You can't wow. take a, a single Sunday off. So you can take the next Sunday off. All right, the week after the Super Bowl, take that Sunday off. But come next Sunday, get going. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Start mock drafting and doing those like those those beer can pickups, and you know, and like drink a lot of beers while you're at it too. Yeah. Wow. Well, your Sundays are going to be. <laughs> Your Sundays are going to be a lot of fun, it sounds like. You're going to be training to drink and drinking alone. and <laughs> Training alone while drinking. And, and, yeah. and mock drafting and, and yelling Mock drafting, Twitter. yeah. It's a full you, Sunday. You gotta, <laughs> your Sundays are booked from here on out. Solid. Yeah, book <laughs> solid, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, well, so leave me alone, you assholes. I have a full Sunday, every Sunday from now until September. All right. Leave me alone. Duly noted. Moving on, your final pick, Beefcake. Well, this is a good one because I knew you guys wouldn't pick this because uh, this is something that uh, our good friend downtown Petey Brown and I do together. Um, uh, especially now, you, we have this whole day. You've gone to the gym. You've done your leg day and everything. Jesus. What do you need to do after that? That's right. You need a meal prep for the week. <laughs> That's wow. right. You're going to get in the kitchen. You got all this time, all this space, and make up all your food for the week. Because then. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Food but, nerd. Um, <laughs> you've got all your food. You, it, one, if you get all your food made for the week, that means when you come home from work every night, you can just get right to drinking. You don't have to make dinner. It's ready for you. All right. Now you're sure. making sense. Like you can yeah. just start drinking. Okay. So if you do it all on, on Sunday. More time, to again, dr- more time to train for again, drinking, too. If you're, on, if you're doing it on Sunday while drinking, you know, you of cook course. with if you're make, if you're cooking with wine, you're drinking the wine while you're cooking oh. with it. So, um, God. If you're cooking with rum, you, you, you're, yeah, you're there drinking you, the see, rum. It, it, see, you've caught on so quickly, Rob. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, you meal prep for the whole week. That way you don't have to waste your time making food the rest of the week. That's, I, I think you're onto something. I got to say, Beefcake, like when you said meal prepping, I was ready to kick the shit out of you. And with like only a few sentences, you took me from like hating you to loving you like that. Like that was, that was brilliant. It's uncanny. That was, it, that was goddamn brilliant. I don't know how he has this ability. I don't Every make time. a living out of it, boys. I don't know. Damn, dude. Well done. He's a charmer. All right. For well, my final pick. Um, there's a phrase that comes to mind, and that's if you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is during this off season time, why don't you get take those Sundays you got that extra time? Why don't you get a job at a liquor store? Oh, what a great pick! <laughs> now since oh. they're they're open on Sundays now. Um, yeah, they close by like six. Like you're good to go. Yeah, they usually open at like you know ten or what? Like t- no, eleven, right? Usually <laughs> open eleven. So I mean, if you're hungover, you still. It's not like you're having to yeah, you know, yeah, get yeah, there super early. I didn't get it. You're getting discounts. You know, oh, maybe you know the if they're if you're anything like this, maybe a little five finger discount. You know, <laughs> you're drinking on the job. You're getting blackout drunk. Well, no, no, oh, not. but <laughs> but then. And you've got an inside, you've got an insider's look at, you know, a place that you go so much. You know, it's going to liquor store is a big all part of your time. guys. Yeah. yeah, you develop a relationship, and to have that that insider's look, I think, would be valuable. Um, to have those relationships at a liquor store be valuable. The extra money which you can spend on alcohol, um, you know, just basically at just that liquor right store. Yeah. yeah, maybe you just get paid in alcohol. I think that's a great. Wow. That's a great pick. I, I want to say this is the strongest four-down territory we've ever done. Yeah, Rob and I had some really great picks. <laughs> yeah. Yours were more on the dark side, but um, maybe but there's something. you know, somebody somebody else is dealing with that same thing, so. That's know? right. Yeah. yeah we got a little re- something for everybody in this Exactly. You yeah, know? yeah. We got video games. The whole spectrum. We got, we got leg day. We got uh we got Neil solitary prep. solitary drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that room, I hope on. that you found this this edition of Four Down Territory as helpful as I think we have. I think we've all got some great ideas uh, that we can start running with. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it too. Well, we're going to take a quick break, gentlemen. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the season finale of Kings of the North. Stick with us.
Well, a couple beers? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go for All right. We are back on Kings of the North. This is Rob with an H. Coming back just to wrap things up here with Professor Pigskin and the beefcake. Um, gentlemen, uh, we've gone, we've had a segment that we've done a number of times this season called Memory Lane. Right. Uh, while this might not be a uh, formal segment, this is our last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. I can't believe we did it every single week. Yeah. There was football, this other incredible. than the Pro Bowl. That, yeah, we, I mean, we discussed we took, that, we but took one week off, but it, we, nobody was playing, so that's yeah. legit. Like, and like, fuck the Pro Bowl, you know? Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. let's let's just really quick looking I'll, back. Any well, of the I will say, Adam Thielen scored and Harry got a pick six, so <laughs> maybe the Pro Bowl's not so bad after all. Maybe we should have covered it. Yeah, shit. Well, missed opportunity. Well, there's always next season. That's right. That's what the old <laughs> no, adage is. And we will be coming back well, to you. Listen. Well, guys, I've had I've enjoyed myself quite a bit. I didn't think I would because I don't like you much either. <laughs> but let's really quick just think back. Any of your thoughts or your favorite uh, favorite memories of this season, whether it be on the field or you know for the podcast? Sure. Um, you know, I, obviously it was a Overall, you know, d- disappointing season for the Green Bay Packers, no doubt. Right. But um, I-, I will say there- there's one game that I will always cherish in my heart, and that's uh, Aaron Rodgers driving down the field in Dallas uh, week f- week four, mm-hmm. I think it was, or something, um, to-, to beat the Cowboys in stunning fashion and just adding to the legacy and something I'm yeah. sure we're going to see plenty of next year. Yeah, that was wild. Um, boy, I have a lot of memories from the season, and, like, this was a this was um, a bit of a uh, that's that's a a big season for for you, professor. Was this one of the best best seasons since two thousand nine? I'd say, right? Oh, easily since two thousand nine for sure. It's, it's, Maybe even more than that. I've been watching it since the ninety seven ninety eight season, the year before Moss came to town. This is the top five for sure. Maybe maybe the top three even. Uh, we won thirteen regular season games, thirteen and three. That's insane. That's a lot of wins. Like thirteen and three is a big season. Sure, one also Lions in like thrilling, thrilling fashion. You know, just like uh, I mean, that that one of the all time greats. That Diggs play is going to go down like forever. Like is that might be the greatest Vikings play of all time. It's 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 it was up insane. there. It was it's insane. in the conversation. It's going to be one of those things where like people talk about it like in like in twenty years from now and to do like the top like. 20 like most exciting plays of all time it'll be in the mix somewhere yeah like, definitely it was insane oh, that'll be close to the top i guess it was this in, incredible and like the the experience experiencing that live at a bar was really special and then going to the wolves game afterwards and like high-fiving people like wearing Thielen jerseys and just like doing the skull chant like 15 times i was insane actually i was at the wolves game it was the worst it was one of the worst it was so stupid this the, the, the night before super bowl sunday i went to the wolves game with my friend neil olstead from wolves cast best podcast ever check mm-hmm. it out um mm-hmm. and they're showing a lot of celebrities on the big screen including guy fieri which like oh <laughs> boy <laughs> goat wow goat uh but, a-lister but they Tough. showed they showed digs on this on the jumbotron a little later in the night and everyone got up into this, the loudest school chant I've ever heard. And I've been at U.S. Bank Stadium, and I've never heard a school chant like this before. Like people it's were just kind of like, like a thank you. It was just kind of like, a, hey, we know you lost, but like Diggs, like, 
we fucking love you, man. And like that dude's never had to buy a drink in this town again. And it was this really kind of nice way to wrap up the season of being this like, hey, like, is this appointing? Well, what a season. Tomorrow's the Super Bowl in our own town. We're not there. We wanted to be there. But you know what? Like, congratulations, guys. It was a great season. It was a really great season. You can't. And here's the thing I think you're starting to discover is like, you know, obviously as, as, as a Green Bay Packer fan, we, we, we deal with, you deal with postseason heartbreak much more than you deal with postseason success. Yeah, that's the part so of the process. So it's like just getting to the NFC Championship game is like just being there is a huge success. And, and you see that it, it's tough, especially with a team like the Patriots that comes in every year and just like, oh, we're just awesome. I think that gets lost on a lot of fans, but – you know, you got to enjoy the ride. There's, there's something to be said about certainly just it, and and yeah, you've had some, you had some crazy games, and that's that's why we watch, right? Absolutely. So, like, I consider this like a really fun, successful season. I had a great time with it. Um, speaking of the podcast, I'll say that it was just like, what an experience! Like from like just going from like throwing this dumb idea around between Beefcake and I, it was really dumb to at like first. to like Facebook chatting about, hey, maybe we should invite Rob with an H on. Uh, that would probably be the the he'd be like the that was the turning point. He he'd be like, you know the, he he'd start the drink around a little drowning. Bit, you know, the straw starts the drink if so to be. Um, <laughs> and then bringing all our like our dickish asshole fan uh, friends on board. Yeah, why don't who, we why don't we really quick? Uh, let's thank uh, let's go through all of our yeah uh, yeah our special uh, guests special guests. So, so it started with um started with a, a co episode when the B kick was gone. Maybe the one of the best episodes because that <laughs> probably um. Yeah. With uh, all downhill from there, it, with the Polish sausage and um, the hamburger, the hamburger. Uh, yeah. what a that episode was! What a what a combination <laughs> that, that was! <laughs> uh, we we also met uh, well as long as we're he's connected to him because it's his son. But yeah. uh, Chad from Chad Oshkosh. from Oshkosh came aboard once the hamburger went to jail for for uh, drinking and driving. Uh, I think uh, a highlight was certainly bringing a local wrestling legend downtown Pete Down, Brown. DTPB was incre- insane. Oh, Sackmaster. 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 Oh, wow. I think oh. Sackmaster just moved back to the Twin Cities, so oh, he might be uh, someone who's going to tap it a little bit more next season. Okay. Be, we don't want to because he sucks, but like we could. We won't, though. Uh, the Fairweather fanboy. Fairweather fanboy was a lot Yeah, he was... I, we went to bring him back on the second time because he was so funny the first time. We never got around to it. Um, Someday. Well, he'll be back, though. Don't worry. Hopefully he's, not. He's still alive. Actually, honestly, we'd prefer his fiance, but I get Well... We'll take, we'll take what you can we'll get, kind of thing. Yeah, and the, I mean, we'll also we had the special episode with uh, with Lauren and Melissa as Lo- well. Oh, that was sure a lot of fun. Yeah, like, I, them. To be honest, I don't remember that. Uh, that episode was very I well. barely remember. That was a drunk episode. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, but it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, hey, let's not forget about um, Purple Moses. There he is. Yeah, Purple that Moses. Moses. Kim There's that man. Um, so we we brought on a lot I of. Am the uh, we brought on. We had a one person uh, call in and leave an angry voicemail. He's an asshole. Fuck him. Forgot about that. Uh, yeah. yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah, he, he decided can, that wasn't the direction we wanted yeah, to yeah. go in. He, he can. Uh, he can eat burn a, in hell. He can eat a dick. Yeah. What does he know about football? Nothing. Not as much as we do. Nothing no. at all. I think this pot, this this entire season really proved that is that the between the three of us we know just about everything about football. Everything. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you, you 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 two are getting there. I mean, I'm I'm obviously already there, but you're, you're, a, you're making it. We had a lot of great four down territories, including the Christmas one where I won the fan <laughs> that vote for the, the best That's four down territories. My God, uh, which I think was kind of a common theme throughout the season, where I definitely was the best. I think we can all agree with that. 
I would not agree with that. I was saying I think actually between the, if we were to take a poll right now of the, if we were to vote on it, I think you would come out being the worst. Last, of them. absolutely. I would put you last. Oh, big time. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a fair sample. Of I'm up. I'm shocked that it ended up yeah, this, this way, where ridiculous. he thinks he did the best, and we both think he did the worst. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, a lot of memories, and yes, we will be back for a oh, second season. You better believe it, and not so, to mention a couple off-season specials as well to kind of yeah, tie there's you be over. A lot of hijinks, mm, a lot of tomfoolery, a lot of skullduggery. Maybe yeah. some extra content popping up here and there. Oh, you never know. Content galore. Follow us on Instagram, KOTN Podcast. Yep, yep. Um, you guys both got stupid Twitter accounts. Uh, I, I'm at, at the GB Beefcake. Uh, and I'm like Professor Prof, at pigskin. prof underscore pigskin. Thank you. At, I MN. know it better than him. At oh, prof M- underscore oh. pigskin MN. Because the other one, hey, I had to do what I had to do. Leave me alone. Um, he was late to the party on this. Clearly. Uh, there's a, often imitated, never appreciate. Oof. Wow. Man, I'm drunk. Uh, well put. Um, well put. I'm going to have to take some to Kings of the North or something or another. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep you updated. Yeah, yeah. You, yes, we will. You will not want to miss a second. And we look forward to coming back. I mean, big time. Big time. It's going to be a lot of fun this next season. Thank you so much for listening to us this season. We've enjoyed every second of it. Um, so let's sign off here, fellas, for season one. Professor Pigskin. Skull! 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 The Beefcake. The greatest player in the NFL is coming back. It's a whole new ball game. Joe Montana? <laughs> I thought it was Randy Boss. Oh, uh, no. This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us at Kings of the North. Let's go to Philadelphia! <laughs> <laughs>
from some other beginnings. <laughs>